Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. You be sure and visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club to receive the latest travel news and travel tips, and we've got some exciting things coming up in store for 2018. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to and from the world. And you know what? When you fly home, you're home. FlyAVL.com. Appalachian Realty. Are you thinking of changing your scene? Maybe thinking of going from urban to rural? Well, you need to visit AppalachianRealty.com. Those guys over there can really help you out. And by Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park, home to one of the most iconic landmarks in all of Western North Carolina. That's ChimneyRockPark.com. And Private Italy Tours. Yes, folks, I'm talking Italy. 2019 tours are available now. That is Private-Italy.com. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, SpeakingofTravel.net, on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, so you have no excuse not to be listening to Speaking of Travel. Well, let me tell you something. One summer when I was a teenager, my parents let me fly out to Southern California to visit my aunt and uncle. My cousins, who grew up on the beach, were surfers, and they said things like, hang tan and in the soup. Well, let me tell you, from then on, my life ambition was to someday live in Surf City, USA, where I could strap on my board on my back and be shooting the curl. Well, that never did happen Yet, I still have that yearning to get out there and have some fun. So today, we're going to find out all about Surf City USA with my guest, Kelly Miller, who's the current president and CEO of Visit Huntington Beach, the official destination marketing organization for Surf City USA, which, by the way, was recently ranked one of the happiest places to live. Geez, Kelly, you always seem to end up someplace happy. What is up with you, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Marilyn. It's so good to hear your voice, and uh, thank you for uh, reaching out to me and wanting to be a guest on your wonderful show, and a big shout-out as well to the regional airport, uh, Appalachia Realty, Chimney Rock, and Private Italy Tours. I know sponsors make a big difference, and I know a lot of those folks, but yeah, kind of out here in uh, in God's country, you know, living the dream here in the world's capital of surfing, so it's all good here in, in SoCal. Well, I'll tell you what, Kelly, you know, you and I first met many, many years ago. We were both in the tourism industry. You've been in the tourism industry a long time, and we're going to talk about that, but we went to a tourism conference that was right here in Asheville. You were heading up the TDA back then, <clears throat> excuse me, right. and we were on a... Uh, what was it? A scavenger hunt at the Biltmore State. That's right. And you were on my team. That's right. We were running through the halls, and we could, we were legally doing things that you can't normally do: running to and fro, up and down the stairs, trying to get clues to win the big contest. That I'll tell so you, much fun. that was so much fun. So, Kelly, tell us a little bit about you, because, like I said in the intro, you always seem to end up in these happy places, and you yeah. started out in a happy place. Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, thanks, Marilyn. Uh, you know, we always like to talk about ourselves, so I'll keep this relatively short. But I, I would, fortunately, I, I grew up in the 49th state, Alaska, and I grew up in the state capital, Juneau. And as a young young lad, we used to go down to the docks and watch the, the old cruise ships come in. And I always just was fascinated by this whole idea about travel and how travel expands your horizons. You understand different cultures. And so I was just fascinated with that and had an opportunity uh, after college to come back and opened up a convention center there in Juneau, which is still there, actually. And uh, we ran the Convention Visitors Bureau at that time, uh, Had then went to Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, had an opportunity to work for John Portman, a big developer who people know the Atlanta 
Apparel Mart, the Gift Mart, and all those operations down there. So we booked huge conventions that was right adjacent to the Georgia Rural Congress Center, which at that time was one of the, the country's largest convention centers. That was then tapped by the Convention Visitors Bureau, like the TDA, like Asheville, like here, to kind of uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, start their international travel trade department. We also worked on the Olympics. I was uh, very fortunate to be the Olympic marketing manager for the, for the Bureau there. And then we built this great international program. From there, 1999, uh, threw my name in the hat, as we always like to do when you want to expand your horizon and spread your wings a little bit. And the good folks in Asheville decided that I should be their leader for about 12 years. And great people like Mark Rosenstein, John Winkenwerder, uh, the Cecil, Steve Miller, all those folks, they, they kind of, we were all in alignment with the vision and where we wanted to grow the destination brand of Asheville. And I think over those 12 years, we had a great success story, as we can get into a little bit later. Uh, the big leagues then called, and I went down to Tampa for a while and worked uh, with that bureau, big bureau, about $11, $12 million uh, budget, uh, probably 50, 60 people. We, we were the site of the RNC convention in 2012, and we really, really hit that out of the park. And then, uh, like you, this calling of California. So an opportunity came up to help lead and be part of the team here at Surf City USA, uh, which is called Visit Huntington Beach, and for nearly five years. We have replicated what I've seen over the nearly 30 years of very blessed work in this tourism space and travel and how tourism builds community. And we are once again uh, at the forefront of what cool destination brands are must-visit places. And we're just so stoked about what's happening. There's a, tur- there's a surf term for you. So stoked to be out here and just driving destination brand awareness and demand out here in this very iconic place called Huntington Beach. Very iconic indeed. And I'll tell you what, you know, I follow you on uh, on social media and I, you know, I get newsletters from Surf City. And right. I'll tell you, that place is like drop dead beautiful, Kelly. How I mean, it's like scenic overload. How do you stand yeah. it? Well, you know, it's, that's a great, you know, we kind of pinch ourselves because you never take today for granted. And I always believe that you wake up for a reason and a cause each and every day. And just to give the, the listeners kind of a, a better context here, there's Orange County is a beautiful county. You've probably seen Housewives of the OC and the OC show years ago. So people get a glimmer of what it's like, but there is a, a genuineness, an authenticness to what we call the OC. Uh, just to give you some more context, we, there's about 42 miles of beach here, and Huntington Beach has a quarter of that, about 10 miles of just this beach. Our brand promises that um, we are the quintessential California beach experience. So when you think about, like, Jan and Dean and the Beach Boys and Woody's and surfboards, we still have that. It's kind of like that old Asheville, Weaverville kind of feeling. Main Street is very, very... Uh, low-keyed, all this great surf, this iconic pier out there, and surfers in the water, call it Dom Patrol, literally from the first light till sunset. And each and every day, as you've seen from my social media posts, it's just, it's so different. Each, like a wave is different each day, the experience is different each and every day. And what we've seen as the demand for more lodging, more experiences have elevated as we've gotten further and further away from the recession of 2008. 2008. We have these incredible four-star resort properties. Think Grove Park Inn, but right along PCH and looking at the ocean. And we have four of those. Uh, the, the Hyatt, which has about 512 rooms, the Hilton, which just opened up a huge second tower, about 450 rooms and change. Uh, then we have Pasea, a new 250-room property, and then the Kimpton right, right downtown. And right next to that is about 200,000 square feet of retail that just opened up. And then, of course, our historic Main Street. So well, you get on. it all within walking distance. It's amazing. It is amazing. And you hold on right there, Kelly. When we come back, I want to pick up on the pier. Sure. And yeah. I want to hear a little Jan and Dean Surf City uh, USA <laughs> right now.
50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate Stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. The gravel crunches under your shoes. Steam rises from a cup of fresh Italian cafe. The light, cool morning air lightly brushes your face. Your villa stands close by. This and so much more awaits you as one of the few lucky travelers to join Private Italy Tours during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. Come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Surf City, USA. I love that place, but I haven't been out there yet. Kelly Miller, who's living the dream in Surf City, USA. I know. Huntington Beach. I know. Fire pits and surfers and great food and woodies and Volkswagen vans and... Giant surfboards. Tell us about that giant surfboard thing. That was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, one thing, it's kind of a great story. So back, oh, golly, almost 10 years ago, there was a, I hate to bring this up, there was a lawsuit between Santa Cruz and and Huntington Beach. And uh, there was this whole idea about, well, what's the original Surf City USA? And my predecessor, a guy by the name of Steve Bone, really smart. So what they did is they went ahead and they trademarked Surf City USA because checked with the trademark patent office and nobody had done that. And that caused some little bit of consternation, but we were the defendant in the case. And out of that came this this kind of a win that said, you are Surf City USA. And as you know with anything, when you, if you don't use 
use it, you lose it. So what we've done over the past decade or so is to really be intentional about the whole Surf City USA moniker. Part of that was we were coming up on the 100 years of surfing in Huntington Beach. This is a great story and a segue. We talked last, last segment about the pier. So in 1914, and this gets into the big board, Henry Huntington, for what our town is named after, was uh, had the red line, was in the transportation business, was in the real estate business, etc. And we had our new pier opening up uh, then, and he wanted to really bring some attention to Huntington Beach. And he brought a guy by the name of George Free, who was a Hawaiian, who was uh, a little bit older than Duke Kahanamoka, who is an iconic surfer, Hawaiian, royalty. Uh, there will be a movie about him. He won gold medals in the Olympics. But anyway, he brought Henry Huntington down. We had a thing called the Red Line. It was a trolley. And 5,000 people showed up to watch for the first time, quote, a man walk on water. So our population of Huntington Beach wasn't even 5,000. So literally the whole town turned out on a Friday. The next day... 10,000 people showed up. So it was a big deal. And fast forward, you know, 100 years later, we're the the U.S. Open of Surfing, the world's largest surf competition. We have all these iconic surf brands that are here. Uh, It's all this great activity. And so we said, why don't we break a world record? In fact, why don't we break two world records? Let's build the world's largest surfboard, and let's put 60-some people on it. And by golly, that's what we did. The guy who had the original record from Australia got in contact with him. Nev Hyman, very famous guy in the surf world, uh, owned Firewire Surfboards, which Kelly Slater bought, by the way. And he gave us his CAD drawing. We flew him up. We had this great board built. We had two big hunks of styrofoam put together out here or shipped out here. Then we glassed it, and we literally showed up three years ago this this, uh, summer. And we had 60-some people. On the world's largest surfboard, about 7,500 people showed up. And you can go online. We had over 450 million impressions. Half a billion people saw that in some way, shape, or form. And now that big board is uh, mounted right outside the International Surf Museum in downtown Huntington Beach. And you can go there and you will say, oh, my God, when you see this board. It's 42 feet long. It's uh, about... 11 and a half feet wide, and it's about 17, 18 inches thick. It's massive. That and is crazy. Have, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it we'll, is. We'll talk about that. And tell us where we can go online, Kelly, and see all of this. Yeah, just just type, uh, you can go to Visit Huntington Beach. There's some historical stuff there. Just, you know, YouTube's such a great thing. Just put in YouTube, say, uh, Huntington Beach, world's largest surfboard. Uh, Guinness, actually. We have the guy come out from Guinness and... That's an interesting story. It cost you about $15,000 for a guy to come out, or a woman, and to verify that. But he handed us a certificate that day, and it's a great, great uh, uh, little short segment. And we did a movie on it. It's called The Epic Big Board, and that's on our website, too. It's about 15 minutes long. It takes you through the whole process of us thinking about it, how it was built, how we put it together, and how we broke the two world records. That's a great little film to watch. I'll tell you, you've got so much going on there. And, you know, we were talking about Jan and Dean and Surf City USA, and and Dean is still out there, right? Dean Torrance is a very dear friend of ours. He's kind of on and off our board sometimes. He's a a very young 70-something. He is as sharp as anyone. And I'll tell you something that I didn't know, and when you hear this story, it will show you the genius of Jan and Dean. They were the first band ever to write, record, produce, perform, distribute, and market their own music. They did all of that. They brought in studio musicians for the whole surf music stuff when nobody was doing that at that time. And this is pre-Beatles. This is late late 50s, early 60s stuff. So they were kind of like, to use an analogy, maybe the Rolling Stone of rock and roll, but they were a little bit of a rebel sort of deal, had that beatnik kind of look. And the music they wrote, and when they brought in studio musicians, an example, the great story is Brian Wilson heard that. Said, how, how did you guys do that? How, well, there are people you hire in the studio to give you that, that sound, and you can then engineer, and you can get the sound you want. And 
they wrote music with the Beach Boys. They were dear friends. And unfortunately, as you know, Jan uh, was in the automobile accident and passed away after that. But Dean still performs. He has a great voice, and he lives the brand. When you see him, he still has that that look with that Cali, the long hair, the surfer dude look. And we're just so blessed that he's still still with us and gives back to our community in a huge way. Well, I'll tell you what, now that we have six degrees of separation to who were Jan and Dean, my my kind of rebel uh, icons when I was growing up. Be sure to give him my number, would you? <laughs> He'll probably call you. I'll tell you, you know, we, he's in our visitor guide every year. We did kind of a last page that just came out. And he will sign visitor guides and send them to his fans at his own expense when people write him a letter. It's he just is a humble human being. He's such a great man. All right. So I'm going to leave it up to you to hook us up. So moving on, <laughs> Kelly, let's talk a little bit about sustainable tourism, because I know when you were here in Asheville, that was a yeah, big yeah. part of what you were doing. And tell us how you kind of took that whole, you know, I mean, that's just not that's more than a belief or a feeling. That's like actual action. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, I think I think, uh, you know, we, we've often said that Tourism sometimes, and the power of tourism is kind of a, excuse any redheads out there, but the redhead stepchildren of the economic development. And so what you're seeing around the country, and you've seen this playing out certainly in places like Venice overseas, that, you know, hey, tourists go home. It's overcrowded. We don't need you. Uh, We want our beaches back. We want our small towns back. So what's happened over the last decade, I think this is really, really wise, is, is smart what we call DMOs. That's what we call destination marketing organizations like Visit Huntington Beach. What we do is we say, listen, Our goal is to not just drive all this business during one season. Smart economic development strategies mean you take a look from January to December 31, and how can you level that EKG-ness of the economic development called tourism? That way, you have uh, waiters and servers that are employed year-round. You have revenue that comes in year-round. And you can really, if you're smart about it, you amplify and suggest to potential visitors what else there is to do other than just the go-to stuff. Here it would be the beach. Disney's were the closest beach to Disney, so that's 25 minutes away. So what does that mean, and how, how does that in practice? Well, what you do is you get into what we call the destination product development, which we started in, in Asheville, and you've seen 30-some projects and 30-some million dollars, including Pack Square Park including the wayfinding project, including several investments in the river development and the soccer complex and the civic center. And what you do is if you're smart about that and you're partners with public and private sectors, then when you look at places like Huntington Beach, you can say, you know what, you can do this, 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 in addition to going to the beach. And what that means is the pressure of all those people going to one place at the same time is minimized. And that's where the sustainability part comes in. Then, of course, there's the green stuff, and we are all about that and recycling and don't use plastic straws, and that's a, that's a big thing out here in California uh, to make sure our oceans are, are clean and safe and, and we're not damaging any wildlife. So we are all part of that, the tourism industry out here. And, Kelly, tell us again how we can find out more about Huntington Beach and Surf City, USA. Yeah, real simple. You're gonna you're gonna love this or be envious. It's surfcityusa.com. Oh come on, surfcityusa.com. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, All right. It, it, yeah. Uh, sounds good. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll be back after the break, and we'll be talking more surfing, more sustainable, and more Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. All right. You bet. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places at Chimney Rock State Park. Six hiking trails and animal discovery den. Rock climbing with instructors from Fox Mountain Guides, guided hikes, and more. Plan your adventure at ChimneyRockPark.com. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey, and I'm with Asheville Regional Airport, and I've got a travel tip for you today. We are getting a lot of questions about real ID. What is it? When do you need to have a real ID when you travel? The Department of Homeland Security is requiring that all domestic air travelers have what's called a real ID no later than October the 1st, 
2020. Or alternative forms of identification will be required before you can board a flight. In North Carolina, the Department of Transportation is offering real IDs right now. And it's a good idea to go ahead and get this new form of a driver's license as soon as possible, as there will be a mad dash to get real IDs as the 2020 deadline draws near. It's easy to get your real ID. Just a few more steps are required when you go to the DMV to get a driver's license. You are going to need to bring very specific documents with you. And you can find that information on North Carolina DOT's website at ncdot.gov. But it only takes a few minutes. And another tip, you can even make an appointment at the DMV so your wait won't be very long. Get that real ID today and it'll be smooth flying from there. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Leave ordinary behind with a visit to Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Surround yourself with breathtaking views of Lake Lure and the Hickory Nut Gorge while enjoying six hiking trails, rock climbing with Fox Mountain Guide instructors, and Animal Discovery Den, unique events, and more. Whether you're new to hiking or a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone at The Rock. To plan your next Chimney Rock adventure, visit ChimneyRockPark.com to see an online trail map and a listing of the park's upcoming events. Whether your trip to Italy reminds you of days past, a honeymoon, or a long-ago backpacking trip, come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. Picture your own private villa or four-star hotel, private guides who speak and understand the local culture, and days planned for your ease and comfort. This and so much more awaits you during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. And now, here's our good friend Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway. Today, he's in Washington, D.C., which is my hometown. Really, folks, I want to tell you, I am truly a Washingtonian at heart. Hey, Doc, I know you're going to be hanging out in Georgetown. Well, you know, I cut my teeth down there. Marilyn, I'm here today in the nation's capital. That's right, Washington, D.C. I just got through walking down Pennsylvania Avenue, not to go to the White House, mind you, although I'd like to, but just to get the feel of this wonderful part of America, our nation's capital. You know, many years ago, Maryland, I lived here. I lived in a historic place called the Hotel Tabard Inn on N Street in Georgetown, right across the street from one of President Theodore Roosevelt's private homes. And I lived in a an apartment there. It's a very exclusive place, but it wasn't back then when I lived in it. And it had a plaque on it. It said, in this room, Edward Everett Hale wrote, A Man Without a Country. Well, I've got a country in its dear old America, and this is where all the action is. The Constitution reigns here. Democracy is headquartered throughout the world here. And if you enjoy the finest American architecture, if you enjoy parks, if you enjoy history, fine dining, great museums, and the thrill of being with people from all over the planet, Washington, D.C. is going to be your best bet. Now, tonight, Maryland, just kind of keep this to yourself. I've decided to dine at Honeysuckle in Georgetown. There's a lot of reasons. Number one, it's a great place. Second, it's like so many other restaurants in Washington, it's a little bit southern. You can get oysters here. You can get pimento cheese 
blue crab sandwiches here. You could get seared Blue Ridge Mountain Trout here. Does that sound good or what? And you know, later on, over the weekend, there's time for me to go to the Museum of Natural History, one of the many offerings of the Smithsonian, and I'm going to make time to go to what is called the Museum, and that is a museum dedicated to the history of journalism in America, and it's a grand place to go. You'll find ABC News often broadcasting from there. I love to visit this town and walk by the Lincoln Memorial and the Jefferson Memorial and just ponder what these two giants meant to this country. It is overwhelming, and you have to think a little bit uh, about the kind of people they were, the times that they lived in, the leadership they provided, and thank goodness, and thank God, yes, that we have a country that is patterned after so much that they did during their administrations. Georgetown is a great place for after-hours entertainment. Let me tell you something. Some of the best clubs and bars in the United States are in Georgetown. And this is a pedestrian paradise. You can walk anywhere. You might want to get in shape a little bit because it could be long walks. But I challenge you to find me a block in Georgetown that doesn't have a great restaurant, a great pub, a great bar, and a great club on it. It just doesn't exist. Breakfast tomorrow? Well, let's just go over to the Willard Hotel. The Willard Hotel's been around here since the days of Abraham Lincoln, and it is one of the traditional sites where inaugural balls are hosted. It is elegant, it is historic, and for a few hours it's going to be Doc's place to dine. Well, Marilyn, I think that's just about it for today, and I think I need to move on. You know, I drove up here. I got a long drive back through Virginia, your home state of North Carolina, South Carolina, back to Atlanta, and it's time to hit the road. So this is Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway from Washington, D.C. for Maryland Ball. And speaking of travel, saying so long for now, and I hope to see you in your home soon. So, Doc, I want you to stop by on your way back to Atlanta because there's always wine chilling for you here. Well, from Washington, D.C. to Huntington Beach, California, I'm talking today with my good friend Kelly Miller. Kelly, thank you again for being on the show. We are having a blast. You bet we are. This is a lot of fun. I'll tell you, you know, surfing was a big part of my teenagehood, and it was, I don't know, there's just something about that whole culture, and, and I want you to talk a little bit about the OC and, and how everything is all coming together and how you're focusing on that uh, through your marketing and, and uh, managing the brand. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I think your listeners will be excited to hear kind of the success story. And I want to step back a little bit. So what happens when people come in to visit, particularly international people, boundaries don't matter. Um, you know, you don't stop at the Buncombe County line and turn around when you hit Madison or whatever. And the same is true out here. Um, we're like Avis. We have to try harder in, in Orange County. Um, we started this whole regionalism. I did uh, part of it back in Alaska when we started the Southeast Alaska Tourism Council when it, the Inside Passage became the second most visited cruise destination in the world. And what we learned through that process is you're much stronger together. So out in Asheville, when I was out there, we did the Mountain South. You might remember that. I think you might have even been involved with that. And that was the whole Southern Highlands, uh, the mountains of the Southern Highlands. That a lot of people didn't realize that we did have great mountain experiences. And out here, what we've done is we've formed the Orange County Visitors Association. So all of what you would consider competitors, Newport, Anaheim, Irvine, Dana Point, Laguna Beach, et cetera, we actually all work together. Uh, and the numbers just came out. We actually get nearly 50 million visitors now into Orange County. That's more visitors than Las Vegas or Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, or Portland. And people say, well, how can that be? Well, obviously, you have Disney and Knott's Berry Farm, and Disney with uh, Galaxy Edge launching next summer is going to be absolutely huge. But what we have realized is because this is a genuine, authentic, relevant brand today, people like the diversity of experiences. So whenever we talk about history, 
culture, heritage, shopping, culinary, beach, etc. You almost get like a country that's called a county within Southern California. The beach experience, as you drive down Pacific Coast Highway from Sunset Beach through Huntington, get to Newport, continue on down uh, in the Costa Mesa area, all the way down into Laguna, it is so different. Those cliffs that you think about are really popular in Laguna. Our flat 10 miles of beach with a bike path, so different. And you blend all that together and people come out here and they want to do all this stuff, they say, man, I needed another day or two. And so that's really, really worked well for us. We put our titles aside and we do block and tackle ta- up marketing, and it's really working well for all the stakeholders out here. Well, there's so much to be said for collaboration. We certainly saw it up here in Western North Carolina where we had, you know, at one time the state map ended at Asheville and the rest right. of the state looked like it was just, you know, a wilderness out there and now is a right. vibrant you know, visit the Great Smokies, visit the Blue Ridge, visit the whole region. And it sounds like you've been able to take that regionalism and and bring it over now down to the coast out in California. Yeah. And you know what's cool about that, too, Marilyn, is now people, particularly internationally, uh, they know that Orange County and Disneyland specifically is not in L.A. or L.A. County. We have a distinct, recognizable brand, particularly in our key markets like China, the U.K., Australia, Japan, South Korea, Mexico, and Canada. Those are like the big eight. They get it now, and they know that they can stay and enjoy the great attributes we have here in Branding Springs. And if they want to go to L.A. or San Diego or Palm Springs for a day, they can do that and still come back to their home curf here in Orange County. Wow, that's really – it's just so – um, positive, and that's what we have to be thinking. I think that's probably why you live in this happy place. Yeah, we, we do. You know, it's kind of we try and be, and I think this is true. If you're in the tourism business, you know, it can be a hard go, go, go all the time. You just got to step, step back, live the brand, and be intentional about doing something different that you have not done before. And so my wife and I, we, we try and do that. Uh, and it's, I mean, whether you take a culinary class, whether you hop on an SUP, which I'd never done before, stand-up paddleboard in Huntington Harbor, whether you go up and you see some of the new attractions that are being, and the culinary scene here is just, it's exploding out here. Asheville is a great culinary scene. It, you can take that and replicate it out here because all of our produce is fresh year-round. It's And these chefs, these James Beard chefs are coming out here and moving out here and they're starting this very very cool trend scene that you see out here i mean you got sandwiches that you say oh that's so good and then for three years later you'll see it back east as you know some of the pop culture trends go west to east and cali's headquarters for a while oh absolutely well we're going to be back after the break kelly and i want to talk more about that uh standing up on the paddleboard you got it <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for being on the show thank you The gravel crunches under your shoes. Steam rises from a cup of fresh Italian cafe. The light, cool morning air lightly brushes your face. Your villa stands close by. This and so much more awaits you as one of the few lucky travelers to join Private Italy Tours during one of their unique and intimate small group tours. Come home again to Italy with Private Italy Tours. 2019 dates are now available. Visit private-italy.com. Private Italy Tours is a proud sponsor of Speaking of Travel. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. 
Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. I'm here today talking with Kelly Miller. He's talking to us from Huntington Beach, California. It's a little time difference out there, right, Kelly? It's a little early. <laughs> I'm sure you're having a good time, though. How can you go wrong? I mean, you've got I such know. a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, oh. It just seems, and I loved what you were talking about earlier about all the the hotels that are coming in and the uh, the new attractions and and everything that's going on over there. That is all walkable. What a great concept. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, we call that what we talked about earlier on the show was it's the HB collection. So you have all this retail, you got the great food, you got the ocean, you have the pier, you got the Surfing Hall of Fame, the Surfing Walk of Fame, you got the hotels, you have Main Street, you have the Surf Museum, and it's all compact. And it's still genuine, it's still authentic, and people love that to be able to get here, park your car, and just, or take Uber or Lyft, and just experience this brand without having to drive a lot of distances. And, you know, it's really that emotional connection that drives the brand and people being able to have that type of experience and really feel connected. And I wanted to talk to you a little about your Marketing 2020, where you're you're engaging visitors to create this lifetime brand uh, as ambassadors. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, that's that's so perceptive of you. And that that, to me... You know, you've seen you've seen other non-tourism entities for many, many years do that. I mean, look at Apple. That's a perfect example, right? You, the way the box is, the way you open it, how you feel. I'm getting chills just, just talking about it. And, and Steve Jobs, they got that. And so what we did about 15 years ago is people like myself, we started to say, you know, we got to have that emotional connection. we we got to be a genuine brand, not a commodity. So it's a combination of the functionality of your destination and that brand promise and genuine authenticity. And out of that, to give you a fast forward to today, uh, with Instagram and social media being so popular, if you were to go to surfcityusa.com, and I ask everybody who's listening to do that, you will see as you go through our website, you'll see all these photos. Those photos, we, they are curated. They go, they, and it's all hashtag stuff. So your dad, there's Marilyn and your, and your grandkid and your, your daughter in there, and you take the photo and you say, hashtag surfcityusa peer. Well, we can search all of that. Instagram photos and out pops all that stuff. We see your great photo. Our team will email you says, hey, Marilyn, we saw this great photo. Do you mind if we put it on our homepage? We get a million visitors a year. And you say, sure. And the give back is, is there's your Instagram feed. And if you're a professional blogger or photographer, then people can go a little deeper in you. But what that does is people see people like you and me experiencing the brand. And there's nothing more powerful in marketing today than third-party validation. So they're telling our story for us. They're our new brand advocates, and we engage them throughout the year, and they keep coming back, and that's what we want. Repeat visitation, increased expenditures, staying longer, telling more people, and returning more often. Hey, you've got the right the right formula and it's all positive that's you know we talked about that earlier too is that everything that you're doing and the intentions and the uh the thought putting out is all so positive it's Mm -hmm. and inclusive it's like everybody's welcome here 
Yeah, and that's a great point. So, you know, Visit California, we launched after the, what was coming out of 1600 Pennsylvania without getting too political. It was like, you know, all dreams welcome. And so they've got a big campaign going. They spend a million or two dollars on that. If you go to Visit California's site, you'll see some of that. The brands got involved, too. We did our own video. And in Huntington Beach, we've just launched a campaign that says, all dreams and doers, all dreams and doers welcome. And the idea here is there is inclusivity, particularly in California particularly international with so many hub airports here, L.A., San Diego, uh, San Francisco, Ontario, San Jose with international flights. So we want to tell the world that we're open for business. And despite whatever it is, you know, that, that uh, you want to, whether left, right, center, libertarian, it doesn't matter. We want you to come enjoy the brand. And, and like the old song goes, sure could use a little good news today. That's kind of our mantra. People want to travel. They want to kind of unplug from the world. And this is a great place to do it. Mm, and you're the greatest person to be there representing them, <laughs> Kelly. You're like your own brand. It's like the Kelly well, Miller brand. You. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> My head's getting too big. Stop. Oh, stop it. You can use that inertia when you're cycling because I definitely want to make a segue right now into your cycling because... All these years that I've known you, you've always had this cycling thing. And I know you've had a little health thing going on recently, but you overcame it and you're back on the bike. And tell us, tell us a little bit about that and where you're planning, what your plans are moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, I was a jock growing up, basketball, all that stuff in Alaska. So I started having some knee problems. I had 60 surgeries and my... George, or not George Sanger, uh, the other Sanger there, Paul Sanger, I think, you know, and, and uh, Dr. McMillan, he said, you know, maybe you should do something else. So I started cycling and had the opportunity to cycle across the straight state of, Cal- of North Carolina three times with Cycle NC in the fall. That was fun. Uh, and then I continued to cycle out here, and I just had a new hip, a little bone on bone, and my goal for this summer was going to be, I'm going to cycle the Tour de France a week before the tour with some other people who I don't know. It's kind of a package tour, but we're going to do that next summer in 2019. And um, how that all comes back to what we're talking about is, to me, and everybody's different, but there's nothing more refreshing and eye-opening to hop on a bike in a destination and go for two, three, four, five hours throughout all of, like, Orange County that I do. You see so much. You experience so much. The stories and just hopping on a bike and cycling with people. Wall Street Journal and a bunch of people have said now, cycling is new golfing for networking and getting to know people. And there are thousands, thousands of cyclists out here, both um, mountain bike and road bike, all throughout the old OC. It's incredible to see that on the weekend. So I'm a cycle guy now. (laughs) I love it. I mean, being on, on the cycle, like you said, you get to experience so much and see so much. My daughter lived in Santa Monica for a long time. And, yeah, you know, we felt like we had the perfect match. I was here in Asheville. She was there in Santa Monica. I'd go visit her and we'd get on a bike or we'd go uh, rollerblading. That was always fun. That's coming back now. See <laughs> more rollerbladers out here, and they'll stand up kind of paddle boards for the for the uh, land. Uh, that's re- Hamboard is the guy. He was on uh, the show where they give you money, Shark Tank, and got a two hundred fifty thousand, I believe. And it's a big, big like a surfboard with wheels, and you got a pole, and you cruise up and down her ten miles of beach um, uh, bike path. It's so awesome. Oh, it sounds really great. So, Kelly, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, but before we end, I want to—I just want to get an idea of, uh, you know, as we're moving forward here, and we talked a little bit about, you know, stepping outside our familiar zone, trying new things. What would you say to my to my audience as far as travel and 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 looking beyond kind of your own backyard? I would task people with a simple question. You know, we all do bucket lists. Right? We do the list, you know, oh, I want to do this before I pass away or the next. I would take, I'd write your list and take a look. What would be your biggest bucket item on that list? And make it something that is out of your comfort zone. And hopefully it's involving travel. I mean, this Tour de France idea, I mean, it's the toughest sporting event in the world. And whether I get through it or not with a new hip, I don't know. It's 381 days away, but who's counting? Uh, but that's what I decided to do. And it has changed everything I do, how I eat, how I sleep, 
I take better care of my body. I'm getting back into yoga. I'm doing more stretching, preventative maintenance. I would never do that had I not challenged myself with what is my biggest bucket on my list. So that's what I would leave the audience with. Well, you you are a living example. You're like the poster child of that. <laughs> I mean, with, with wrinkles and saggy legs, but all right. <laughs> but whatever you have found in your life, you've overcome your own hurdles. You've been able to make change happen, uh, stay on course, and always you end up someplace that is just spectacular. And I admire that about you, Kelly. And I can't wait to get to Surf City USA myself, get on a board, and get out there in the ocean and meet Dean. <laughs> I, let me just, you will meet Dean when you come out. I'll make that up. But there's nothing more life-changing. And any, everybody can learn how to surf. You're not out in the big waves. You're just in the shore. But that feeling when you hop on a, a board and can ride away for a while, it will be with you the rest of your life. I guarantee it. So let's give everybody the opportunity to go to your website. It's easy, right? It's right www.surfcityusa.com. Can't get any easier than that. It can't get any easier than that. And tell us again about the um, the YouTube. Where can, do you have a link to that YouTube with the big board on your website? Yeah, I, I believe we do. Yeah, you might get under history or something. There's a whole little section in there. Uh, I, you know, excuse my ignorance. I'm That's all right. That it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, pretty but sure it is. Yeah. Look for go the there, Surf you City. Don't find it there. Just yeah, yeah. Go on YouTube. You'll find it. Go on YouTube and find that Surf City USA big board. Uh, Guinness Book of World Records. That is awesome. Well, Kelly, I can't thank you enough. It's always so much fun. Next time, maybe we'll be in another scavenger hunt someplace. <laughs> you got it, man. I love you. Great I love show. you, too. Thank you, Kelly. We'll be, we'll be seeing you soon. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Go out and hang 10 this week. It doesn't matter if you're on the water or you're in the mountains. Just remember, don't postpone joy. 